God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate, you have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have lied to us about everything, the border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. And I'm Ash Epp. And it is a Tuesday during the spring and summer of an election year, which means it's a primary day. It is a primary day for eight? Seven. Seven. Seven different states. That's right. So, so we have Montana, California, Iowa, Mississippi. What, what, what is happening here? Yeah, that was weird. That was really weird. I was hearing myself. Okay, so th you couldn't hear us. <laughs> we have a technical difficulty on our side in the in the studio. Someone was playing blaring music of, this is Joe from Conservative Daily Podcast. We were like, what is that? Is there another Joe in the room? Um, y yeah, so we have Montana, California, Iowa, Mississippi. New Jersey, New, New, Mexico, Jersey, New Mexico, and South Dakota. So, uh, And we're, we're going to talk today about the Uniparty. We're going to yeah. talk about what's really happening in our country and the fact that the left and the right have converged, and these are people that are selected, not elected. And Laura Logan uh, did a special on this about the selection, not election, or mm -hmm. selection, not, yeah, selection, not election. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was on Frank's speech. I'll put it up everywhere on the, on the social sphere so you can watch this. It's important for you to watch it because it breaks down just ideologically how both of these people on the, and, and we face it here in Colorado, we face it in, in Texas, you have an, an enormous number of people that are weaponizing the media, using the same radical leftist media as their tools to bully, intimidate, and slander people that are grassroots and or America First candidates, volunteers, organizations, churches. It's unbelievable what these people are doing because they represent the same interest. So today we're going to talk about the Uniparty. Yeah. And I think here, you know, here in Colorado, we, we're in a blue state. It's, you know, we, we can argue about whether it's purple or blue, but they steal elections here. So it's blue. And um, 
you know, the Uniparty has a very specific flavor here. We have a triple majority of Democrats, and we have a Republican Party who's very happy being the minority party in the state. And it, it kind of feels, especially over the past two legislative sessions, that we've been trying to do something about election integrity and, and stop the, the centralization of power into the stands of into the hands of the Secretary of State. That's the, the, the kind of flavor. We've been fighting the Republicans more than we've been fighting Democrats. And, you know, we, we kind of think, at least I um, have have thought, you know, this has to be better in a red state, right? We've, there, there's got to be a, a better balance, uh, a, a greater uh, um, desire for freedom on behalf of the the GOP in a in a red state where they have power. But, um, you know, one of one of the things that we're going to talk about today is the uniparty in a red state. And uh, and we've got we've got a couple of guests coming on um, to talk to talk with us today uh, about what that about what that looks like. So we have two guests from Montana. They're going to talk to us about what's happening in Montana with the Republican Party. And I think that you're going to find it not shocking because okay. it aligns with what's happening across the nation. And it shows you that they've built a, a deep state. And the deep state is not, the, the deep state is not, uh, you know, people playing in the back room. Mm -hmm. They don't have to. It's a playbook. Right. It's a, it's, they're, they're aligned in a fraternity of people that are told, wait your turn, stand in line, do what you're told, and you'll have money and power. Those are the two things that they are promised if they toe the line. And then they have machines that are designed to defraud the American people. So without any further ado, let's, let's go ahead and bring on our two guests from Montana. We have Jane Rechtenwald and Carrie Hurt. Did I say that right, Carrie Hurt? I didn't even yes. ask you. I <laughs> Welcome, ladies. <laughs> So Thank you, Ash and Joe. So Carrie and Jane are, are deeply involved in the important ground game grassroots work of trying to restore free and fair elections in the state of Montana. And as we mentioned in the intro to the show, Montana is heading to the primaries today. So Carrie, I'm going to go to you first. Can you give us a little, just give us the landscape on, on what is, what, what are the big decisions in Montana primary? You know, I read an article this morning about uh, top seven questions about Tuesday's primaries in seven states. We'll drop it in the, in the chat for folks, but there's there's like no mention of Montana in in that article at all. It's you know Montana's a red state. There's there's nothing to see there, right? Right, right. No, the biggest thing we have going on here is we're fighting to get our constitutional conservatives through and not accept the rhinos that have infiltrated our ballot. Um, they did exactly here in Montana, this red state, what they did in all the other states. The swing states are what. We hear about all the time in the states that they flipped blue, um, irregardless of what all of the data shows should have happened in those states. But they did the same thing here, including, you know, this strange um, inflation of our voter rolls prior to the 2020 election and then a strange you know, purging that appears we had a massive die off, a plague or something in Montana. And now here we are right before the primaries and they're the, the roles are supposedly being, you know, so many people are coming out to register all of a sudden, again, record-breaking yeah. registrations. Um, we have um, we have a, a chart with that on it, if you want to show it. Mr. Producer, I think it's number one um, that shows how it happened from 2020 election and then the die-off, the purge, and then the new um, registrations that have come in. Yeah, so that it's the same right thing. Line. 
And and Montana yep. is a part of the Eric system as well, right? No, it isn't. We it's not. actually don't have Eric. No, no. no wow. Okay. Yeah, and so what right, you're actually. what you're describing, well, well, we'll see if Mr. Producer can pull that up. What you're describing is what in Colorado we call the wave chart, where you can see the buildup of voter registration um, up right before the election, and then a culling, what we call a culling of voter registrations right after the election. And what's really interesting about that is the the Secretary of State's the clerks they'll tell you that this is uh, you know we're cleaning up the rolls. We know from this past election that these people are dead and those people moved and et cetera, et cetera. And, and that's, why, that's why you see this culling. But what we found through canvassing and through other analysis is that a lot of those people being culled are people that voted. I don't know if you've done that, uh, that type of analysis um, in Montana, but we certainly saw that in, in Colorado. And Dr. Frank has talked extensively about this in other states that the, the, a lot of the registrations and the voters, they actually, remember, the, the architecture of fraud is fake voters, fake ballots, and fake counts. And the fake voters on the, uh, on the voter rolls, a lot of the ones that are being culled after the election actually voted in the 2020 election. That's exactly what we're finding. Um, we're in the middle of a canvas, and that's what people are reporting at the door when we see that they've been removed from the voter rolls. They're, they have no idea why they would have been removed they didn't move, they're still there, that's where they voted from. We're finding a lot of that. And we're questioning that and we're hearing the exact same things that you guys are being told in Colorado. Oh, we're just cleaning up the rolls. So, so I wanna I wanna bring something up and it's it's a, kind of a, a diversion from talking about <laughs> the voter rolls and that is, there's a book. And, and I'm sorry because I've just read this book on Saturday. I'm on to my next book, but I read this book and this book is still in my mind. <laughs> And it's called The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate. Have you heard of that book? Yes. I just ordered it on Kindle. <laughs> okay. So, so, so I have to tell you, it, it is, it's by Matthew uh, Truella, and it is astounding. It is astounding what is in this book. And the reason why I say that is because everyone says, what can we do? We know that they are adding names to the voter rolls. We know that they are illegally using the machines in order to vote those people on the voter rolls. They know, we know that the absentee ballots and the mail-in ballots are the fraudulent tool, which is it has no chain of custody. You have no idea where that ballot came from, right? So we know all those things, right? So how do we stop it? I mean, at the end of the day, we have to talk about how do we stop that fraud, because the reason why the rhinos are the same thing as the radical left, right? The reason why we have these un-Americans that are running for office is because the system has been compromised to such a degree that they are selecting people, not electing people. You're not, your voice doesn't count, right? So as I was reading this book and it talked about being in the gap, you have to stand between the tyrants and the intended victim. And so the intended victim right now is everyone in your community. The tyrants are on both sides, they're all around us, but actually a very small group of people. I mean, if we think about it, we're only talking about 7,400 elected people across the nation in every state, that's it. So taking over our country didn't take much. Right. And just over 40,000 judges, right? So you have 40,000 judges and you have, seven, so taking over this country is not mathematically not very difficult. But the reason why I bring up this book is because I believe that the only way that we can solve this problem is sacrifice. The only way we can solve this problem is to stand between the tyrants and the intended victims. And what stands between those things in that gap, I believe, is the voting machines, 
is the voter rolls that, that need to be hemmed up, mail-in <coughs> ballots, saying, no, we're done yeah. with mail-in ballots. Yeah. No more mail-in ballots. You show up. You want to be an American? Act like an American. Show up to the, to the polling place. You want us to put more polling places in? No problem. We'll add another 5,000 per state. We'll make the precincts 200 people deep. No problem. We'll do that. But we get rid of the machines. We, we get rid of the mail-in ballots, absentee ballots for people that are disabled, that can vote, and we solve the problem. But it's going to take a lot of people standing up in every state to stand up together in order to get that happen. I don't, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but an amazing book if you haven't, if you haven't read it. Yeah, I'm about to read it. That's exactly right. We're actually having the opposite here. They're closing and consolidating our precincts for our voter locations, and they're doing that on the grounds of low voter turnout, yeah. all while the voter rolls are inflating out of control. So all of these new people are supposedly registering to vote, but they don't have enough that are actually voting. Why would someone, why would all of these thousands of people register to vote if they had no intent on going out? And we're in such disarray this morning, people don't know where to go. They're going to their old precinct to vote. There's no one there. They're trying to figure it out on the fly. The website is not user-friendly for the clerk's office. The Republican party doesn't know what they're doing. We had tons of trained election judges that have not been contacted. Uh, head election judges were given from the party. They were given lists of names with no contact information. Um, so trained judges aren't being used. Then they're calling up random citizens that were not trained and sending them to the polls. And when the citizens are asking, how did you get my number? You know, I didn't sign up to do this. Oh, well, you must have signed into some Republican meeting somewhere around the county and we got your number, will you go? <laughs> So I want to, yeah, Carrie, on. I want to jump into this because this is the, this is a bit of a scandal, I think. But we're going to take just a, a quick moment and make some money for the show, and then we'll we'll get back into the flat uh, Flathead County scandal. So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast again sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot. Even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family is protected in a medical emergency. If you ever need to be air medically transported with Air Medicare Network, you're covered for as little as $85 a year. Your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported. Uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a $50 Visa gift card when you sign up today. Now, they also have an Amazon card, but we don't do business with Amazon here on this show. So please do not sign up for this and get the $50 Amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast. So get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. All right. Oh, that's great. That's a great purchase. Is so, my mic? So, yeah, we, we, lost, we lost your mic. Hello? We need to fix Ash's mic. Hello? Oh, there we there go. There we go. Okay. Um, so for the audience, we're, we're talking to Jane Rechtenwald and Carrie Hurt from Montana. They, uh, you know, I, lo I love this because as we were speaking yesterday um, and, you know, talking about election integrity uh, in, in Montana, so many of the things that we've seen in the swing states pop up in, in your world. And, uh, and so we're going to go through some of those. But uh, tee up for the audience what's going on in Flathead County with regards to poll workers and election judges and people to actually work the election. So they're in complete disarray. We had election judge training and 
a lot of election judges are not being called and given assignments. At the beginning of May, the Republican Party put out word that they were notified by the election office that they didn't have enough trained judges. And if they could get four or five more, they could put on another class. I personally gave them a list of 12 people complete with contact information and not one of those was called, not one of those people, to be trained. And so no new trainees were taken in. Um, they were, the head judges were receiving lists of names with no contact information, supposedly trained judges, but they had no way to get in contact with them. So the party resulted, resorted to using sign-in sheets from pachyderm meetings, Republican women, whatever they could get their hands on that had people's phone numbers. And they're calling people, that's where they're saying they're getting their phone numbers, and asking untrained people to come out to the polls and telling them to go to the wrong buildings at the fairgrounds and they show up, nobody knows where to go. Um, they go in, they finally find where they're supposed to be. Nobody knows what they're doing. They're saying they're interfering because they're standing in the wrong place. They're doing the wrong thing. People are getting frustrated and leaving. Um, it's been, it's been awful this morning. I'm getting, I had to silence my phone to come on to this podcast because I'm getting reports left and right all over, not just Flathead County, but actually across our state. Um, there's a big problem with the hand counting, you know, everyone is on to the machines and there's sort of a movement in our state within grassroots groups that you should go in, turn your ballot in in person and ask for a hand count. Well, the counties can't agree on if that's going to happen in Carbon County. They just said no, absolutely no hand counting. Um, other places like Flathead County, it's a mixed bag. Some people are saying, yes, you can have it. Other people are saying, no, that's only for provisional ballots. Mm. Um, Yellowstone said, we're not going to talk about it. We'll figure it out on election day. <laughs> um, so nobody knows what's going on. The election clerks, um, you know, I you don't know. Yellowstone? You said Yellowstone? Yeah, Yellowstone? Yellowstone County, which happens to be one of the top 100 on Seth Keschel's map for needing an audit in the whole nation, the top 100. We have that county right here in our own state, our red state. Yeah. And have you seen the show Ye Yellowstone? I mean, I thought it would be the <laughs> yeah. opposite. I mean, I thought we'd be talking about the wild, wild west, taking people and burying them on land that they'd never even see. I, I mean, I'm not saying that that's what we should do, but I'm just saying that that's a movie and they did it. Well, and what's really interesting about this, you know, this visceral reaction to hand counting is that 10 counties in Montana actually hand count ballots still. Um, and, you know, they're smaller, more rural counties, but this isn't, you know, too far of a stretch. The, the opposition to the movement of, you know, restoring free and fair elections wants us to believe that it's going back to the dark ages if we hand count ballots, right? If we vote on paper, if we ask for decentralization and, and demand decentralization and, and counting within the local precinct and not transporting ballots all over the state, right? Uh, you know, these are, these are simple common sense things that our opposition is is telling us oh well this is you're asking us to go back to the horse and buggy era and it's narrative right i mean this is this is narrative but montana you guys are not uh you're you're not um new this this issue in flathead county is not new in terms of election anomalies and and issues for you guys um carrie talk a little bit about uh altitude adjustment can I just interject something <laughs> oh, before sure, we move to that? And I had a conversation with our lieutenant governor a couple of uh, weeks ago, and she said, Montana is not, will not return to hand count ballots. And I said, well, citizens are sovereign in this state, so I guess it's up to the citizens to decide whether we're 
we're going to do that. And she said, well, the administration won't be helping. Yeah. I said, fine, we'll let the citizens know that that's the position of the administration. I, I like it. And so, that's exactly what we should do. Go so, ahead, so, Jane, I'm curious. That conversation says that the administration will not support it, right? Right. The citizens, Republican administration. The, the, the citizens want it. And so the Republicans are, in essence, saying, you know, we don't really care what you want. You're our slaves. Yeah. Is that, is that how you see it? That's why I pointed out that the citizens were sovereign, and we will decide. So, yeah, it's up to the citizens to say, we're not putting up with this, county by county. So how do you get citizens to recognize that they're sovereign and to stand up? In, in light of what you're saying. I mean, I, and, I'm, and the reason why I'm saying it is because we're, we're in this equation now. So we're in the equation where we're trying to figure out how to take our country back state by state, county by county, city by city, community by community. So w what kind of appetite are you seeing out there from the citizenry about what's, I mean, a six, $7 gas and mm -hmm. you know, the, all the things that, they're, that they've done on purpose to us? I mean, how are, how are you There's seeing that? There's a huge that? appetite here in Montana. People want to know. The truth is what they want to, you know, back when this all started, right after the 2020 election, everybody was like, well, we went red. What's the big deal? You know, no harm, no foul. I think everybody was saying it. Well, now we see that, you know, elections have consequences and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences, as is commonly said, and even here in our state. And the Republicans aren't listening to us. And we're having all the same pains that the rest of the country is having. And people want to know. Jane travels around the country, around the state, and shares what happened in the 2020 election in Montana, and people can't get enough of it. And to be educated about just the truth of what happened in their counties, you know, they're they're pretty shocked. And this this issue of hand counting is only one thing that the the right is standing in our way of. You know, we yeah. have, yeah. So so I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Can you put on the ballot? getting rid of mail-in ballots can you can you have a special election that is a hand counted special election that asks people if they want mail-in ballots i mean I, and i haven't talked about it. i've talked to my lawyer about this before i said how do we get rid of mail-in ballots because they cheat so much and they and they're, they built this cabal together how, how do we stand up in the gap and maybe you guys have thought of, and, and i ask everybody that comes on here let's solve a problem let's let's not leave this show without solving a problem so how, how do we, I mean, or even do you agree? Do you agree that mail-in ballots are a significant problem to the voice of the American people? A hundred percent, for sure. That needs to be done. And we would need cooperation of our legislators. We do have a handful of legislators that will cooperate with us um, in the process. But, you know, just a little off topic, but we did have a young legislator. We only go into session every other year here. And in last session, he brought, uh, he authored a bill to get rid of voting machines. And it made it through the legal process. And the Secretary of State got wind of it, approached him directly and said, you need to drop this, so it will be the end of your career. Wow. And this young legislator goes around telling people that this happened left and right. So we have, and by the way, that is can, red. Can I get that person on? SOS. Can we get that person on the show? Who, who, who is that, who is that uh, legislator? I don't know if I should out him. I'm sure he's afraid tell for us his career. Tell because us offline because I would like to have I him will. on yeah. the show. We don't I mean, want to if, scare if, him away. If he, wants, if, he yeah. wants, if he wants a voice that 100,000 people will watch that show, 
if he wants that voice, then ha please let t let him know that I would love to have him on the show. And who was the Secretary of State that did this? Christy Jacobson. <laughs> that okay. one will out. Now, Jane, you had something about Christy Jacobson. T tell me what your you have a story. You have a story to tell well, about Christy. <laughs> well, Christy Jacobson is the Republican Secretary of State who worked for the previous Republican Secretary of State, who in her first run for public office ever got more votes than the President of the United States. She what? beat what, um, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Stop, stop, <clears throat> stop, stop, stop. You're not being real. You're not, you're not being uh, Come on. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately, right. when we started looking at these numbers, I was shocked. I thought, surely we're not adding these up right. But in fact, she's bragging about getting more votes than anybody. She had the top votes in the in the state in her first run for public office, beating the president by 9,300 and the um, governor and lieutenant governor by 24,000. Come on. And when I talked to, when I talked to the <laughs> lieutenant governor and I said, do you honestly believe that the secretary of state got 24,000 more votes than you and Greg? And she said, yeah, she had a good campaign. And I said, it's not credible. Those numbers are not credible. Those are the numbers that are being generated by our ES&S machines. And when I go county to county, particularly these conservative counties like Ravalli County that had Trump uh, parades all the way from Hamilton up to Missoula with flags saying, you realize the Secretary of State had more votes than than Trump in your county. Okay, um, that's Jane. Kind of Joe, that gets people fired up. Jane, I'm doing it right now. We woo, we woo. We're playing it. Let's play it. This is the number one bullshit guy. Go ahead, play it. Guys, gotta play it. We gotta play it. Guys, I'm bringing oh, it back. Oh, you see this guy? See, see this guy? guy? Number one bullshit guy. He do the wee woo, wee woo because he have to go in front of the traffic. Look what I do. 22, 22. wee woo, wee woo. Wee woo. That's what I think of your Secretary of State. Wee woo, wee woo. Yeah. Huh? And, and so, what, yep. so, and we're going to get into Joe. I, I, th I feel like as we continue through the the show that we have planned here, your mind's going to get even more blown, because there are a number of things that have happened in Montana where you know where it's the safest and most secure election in history, and there's nothing to see here. And this is a red state, and Trump won. So Jane and Carrie, sit down and shut up because we won. It was red. So you know what? 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 Ah, so uh, Carrie, um, in, a, in just a minute, I'm going to have you go through some of the anomalies that we've seen, but we do need to make sure that when you are surfing the web, that you are not being tracked. Oh online. my gosh, this is another one of our partners. Sorry, you get the in the middle. We do this thing that our sponsors, which are awesome. Um, and, and and by the way, I am a I am a bad consumer because every time something comes up and I look at it, I'm like, oh, I need that. <laughs> oh, I need that too. <laughs> uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet. Maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with 30-day money-back guarantees, like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. 
A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. That's it. Okay. And we are talking about the safest and most secure election in history. And, uh, you know, we're talking to Jane and Carrie from Montana. And one of the things that, you know, so we, we've we've talked about the, the current, it's the, it's the primary in Montana today. There's issues with having enough poll workers, having enough observers and judges. They, they, they didn't do this in advance, so they're kind of scrambling to get it today. But that's not all that we've seen in Montana. So, Carrie, tell folks a little bit about, uh, about altitude adjustments. <laughs> okay, so Carbon County had a demonstration or a test of their DS-200, and citizens were there observing, and one citizen in particular has a lot of hardware experience, um, and so the first thing he always does when he goes into work on any kind of machine, com computer or otherwise, is he looks for the warranty seals. And so he walked right up to the machine and could see that the warranty seals um, that covered the screws where you could access the inside of this DS-200 were broken. And so he, you know, raised an alarm and let everyone know that this was happening. And immediately the clerk, you know, came over and said, no, no. And there was an excuse made that the stickers were rubbing against the struts that hold the lid of the machine open, sort of the case of the machine. Think of like a garbage can lid and the machine is inside. And he continued to point out, no, no, look, the sticker is actually stuck inside the screw head. And, you know, immediately they freaked out. The sheriff was called. Um, it was a whole big thing. Um, and they called the secretary of state. It was a big, big deal. Nothing was done at the time. The citizens asked the sheriff to please take custody of this machine, which didn't happen because he said that was not within his rights to do to launch any kind of the investigation. Sheriff the sheriff of Carbon County. And so that's why it's important to have a constitutional sheriff, everyone, because they actually know and understand their power and authority. Sorry, go ahead. Absolutely. Here. Absolutely. And so the photographs of this, these broken seals were sent to our secretary of state. She agreed that it was from the struts rubbing on the side. Um, they, they, the citizens kept pushing back that you could actually see the sticker inside the, the hex head screw of, you know, the holding the machine together. And so I don't, sorry, they, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I don't, I don't think we have these photos. I remember seeing these photos though, that you can actually see the seal is broken behind the screw. They screw, they, they screwed the screw into the warranty seal on the machine, which broke the seal. And then they said, oops, we shouldn't have put the screw there. Is that essentially right? <laughs> It appears that someone used a screwdriver, stuck it through the seal into the screw, you know, and used the screw to open the machine. There was nothing in the chain of custody documents that said that the machine had been accessed, although they suddenly remembered, oh, there was uh, a technician that did come when the machine was new, and he needed to make sure that the machine was adjusted for altitude. And so <laughs> adjusted. Hold on a second. Time out. Time. Please don't say that to me again. Yeah. Say that to me again. Adjusted for altitude. We are going to have a yes. wee woo show the entire time. This is garbage. Come on. Adjusted for altitude because the chips need extra oxygen. Yeah. It's not a bag of chips. That's the nuts. Jane, Our voting machines are like a bag of chips. Jane, help me. We're not baking a cake here. Yeah. 
Right, right. So, well, the concerned citizens obviously knew better and they took it upon themselves to call ESNS directly, where they reached a technician on the phone. They asked about this issue and ESNS said themselves, what? No. Why would a machine need to be adjusted for altitude? That No, that's not a thing. And by the way, who are you with? And they said, well, we're just concerned citizens. Click. Well, now the cat's out of the bag. We know that's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. okay. So, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm at that place. I mean, last night, guys, find this for me last night. Find it for me, the... the uh, what is it called? The, the video of the guy um, that Dominic that worked for it, it's in the cuts from yesterday who worked for Dominion now <laughs> works in uh, Fulton County. I, I want I want you to hear this part. I think it's in uh, Nick's deal. Nick, Nick's deal. Nick. Nick. Yeah. Mo Cedar. Yeah. Mo Cedar. Mo Cedar. Sorry. So. Uh, the reason why I bring this up is because he gave an explanation, right? Are you, are you ready? For, I'm a tech guy. Like, I was a tech CEO for a decade. So you adjust all your machines for altitude. I, I adjust everything for altitude. <laughs> Matter of fact, as I move this phone up here right now, I'm adjusting it for... <sighs> get some... Op- all right. So, so this guy sits in a deal, and they, he's asked a question. He's asked, he goes, well, what was the count? He goes, well, I don't know. But we're going to re- recertify. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, what happened was is that some of it pulled the log files and some of it pulled these files. Some of it pulled these. He did the thing that you do if you're in New York City and you're moving the ball around <laughs> underneath the thing, only there's never been a ball. There was no ball. And you, you actually, all the things that he said, there, there's a cut that said, you know, at no point did your comment make any sense at all, and I am actually dumber for listening to it. Have you heard that in that movie? Okay. <laughs> So, so that's how I felt after listening to him. And I was halfway through the, the Nick uh, diatri- his, his talk on his uh, podcast, and I stopped it. I was like, stop. I go, that, what he just said is, is mathematically, computer-wise, impossible. It's not possible to do what he just said it, is it did, right? At all. And then we hit the play button, and Nick is like, and that's impossible. <laughs> These people think that we're dumb. Well, was it time drift? It was, it was time drift. It was time drift. I don't know if you ladies are familiar with time drift. That's what they said, that the difference between the clocks and the Mesa machines and how they were able to explain away what happened in the Mesa machines and why the timestamps don't match up is because of time drift. Time <coughs> Yeah, they think we're stupid. Like you said, they think we're stupid. Jane, I would like to hear, (laughs) first of all, give me some background on you guys. You're you're volunteers. You you work your tail off in order to protect the vote of the American people. Jane, why? Why do you, I mean, obviously, you're hitting, you're getting up to retirement age, or you're at retirement. I don't know which one, right? Well past it. (laughs) Okay. So, So... I'm asking you this question because when I hold FEC United meetings and as we grow, do you know who I see in the audience a lot? Grandma and grandpa. And they're, they're, you know, I have, we have a guy. He is, he is 83 years old. He sold his company for $200 million. There's nothing that he needed in life. And he shows up at the meeting. He has a walker. Right, and he's at every meeting. He calls me. He makes phone calls for us. He volunteered to walk door to door to talk to citizenry, talk to people. 
And literally, it would take him all day to get to three houses. But I love him. And he's standing up. So tell me your why. Tell me, tell me your why. I'm outraged at how our state is treating citizens and disregarding the Constitution of the United States. And citizens in Montana, at least in Missoula County, have been trying for 30 years to get um, to get someone to look at the, the fraud that we've seen in elections. Um, in 20, uh, 2003, there was a, a ballot uh, for an aquatic center, and on it was a 50-meter pool, and uh, this, the city said it wasn't on the ballot. To be that blatant, and I dug up a copy of the ballot, and of course there it was, and again, like we're doing now, just going around to Susan saying, look what they're doing to you. But it's continued because the, the citizens who've been trying to get through to the legislators, the council people, don't make any headway. And, and I've just, I've had it. And now the numbers that we're looking at with the Secretary of State getting more votes than the president, and in a state that has the, is the number one state in, a state in the country for um, gun ownership, household gun ownership, a gun bill just narrowly passed in Montana by 11,000 votes out of um, a pro-gun bill out of 600,000, where the marijuana bill passed with 90,000. Now, how can that how can that be? It looks to me like they're turning the state blue right in front of us, right under our eyes. And I'm going to go down with letting people know as Carrie and other people that are working with us in our Montana Election Integrity Project, educating citizens, because that's where the power is in this country. And we have, the media is fighting us, the Republican Party is fighting us, the Democrat Party, who was apoplectic about machines in 2016, has been silent in Montana, even though they lost all the, the major races. Um, the city clerks, the, the election clerks are dragging their feet. It seems like the Secretary of State is telling them not to work with citizens. Mm -hmm. This is outrageous. We citizens are going to take this country back, county to county. Yeah, we absolutely, we absolutely are. And I'm so with you. I, I've had it as well with the, the brazen lying, right? It's just brazenly lying to our faces. And uh, I want to get in because Jane, your um, area of expertise in this conversation is really in the CTCL funds. And I can't wait for you to see what's going on in Montana with CTCL funds. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but nothing first, to see, nothing to see here. Right, more, more wee woo. Yeah, I, it's now. It's, it's. I'm telling you. I told you the show was going to be a good one. But first, we uh, we need to talk about making sure that you have a bank that aligns with your interests. No, we're talking about my pillow right now. Yeah. Yes. Oh. We're talking about my pillow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, my well, my, my pillow. Good to have pillows that align with your interests yes. too. So I want to I want to give a shout out to Mike Lindell and my pillow. I um. If you go to my pill and use CD21, you can save up to 66%. Um, I'm even good if you use uh, uh, no code and, and help support Mike. I know that would be kind of foolish, so don't do that. But you could if you wanted to. But go to go support my pillow. The pillows are amazing. Um, go to my store as well and support some of those small to medium businesses that Mike has literally put this entire technology together so that you can stay away from Amazon and do business with. 
those businesses directly. So go to MyPillow.com or MyStore.com and use code CD21 to save up to 66%. Okay. Okay, sorry. All I right. Had to, I had to do that. So quickly, before we jump into CTCL, um, Carrie, just real quick, talk about the ballot printing issue that you had as well. Because I want to make sure we get on the record all of the things that have been going on in Montana when we hear, you know, nothing to see here, red state, safe and secure, blah, blah, blah. What, what, what happened with the printing of ballots? So in uh, Lincoln County, the... Uh, absentee ballots were fine. The same day ballots came in too short to be counted in the tabulators. So the secretary, the secretary wait, of state wait, was notified. Wait, what, 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 wait, what? <laughs> yep, what? there was a perforation on the ballot. And so when they're separated, it ends up to the papers too short and the, the tabulator huh. will not take, take it. So they can't count those ballots in the tabulator. Safest, most secure election history. Exactly. It's a small county. The Secretary of State said that they should count the whole county by hand, which would sound like a good thing. But again, citizens can't get the straight answers. The election judges up there can't get the straight answers. Nobody knows what's going on. And, you know, could this possibly be a setup to show how terrible hand counts are and why we shouldn't use them? And they're just, you know, completely unorganized and problematic. They've already agreed they're going to stop counting at midnight. They expect, I think they said 7,000 votes to come in, but they know that they're going to have to stop at midnight and start again the next day. And why I mean, that? Why really that? That that in and of itself, the stopping of counting ballots on election night is something that was unprecedented before 2020. And now they want to make that the norm, right? They want to make it so that, oh, at midnight we have to stop. Hey, guess what? That, that, that allows us to look at where we are and understand exactly how much we need to finish. This is absolutely ridiculous. This is the gap, by the and way. And maybe this, take three days. Th yeah. th this is the gap. This is what I talk about in the gap, like getting in the gap. Yeah. Mail-in right. ballots have well, to we, stop. Yeah. They have to stop. Exactly. And we have citizens from across the state that are willing to drive up even some offers of nine hours drive to Lincoln County so that they have enough people there to count the ballots to get it all done at once. No, thank you. We'll yeah, let so you the, know. The, the, no, this is where we stand up and say we've had enough. Get out. Yeah. Get out. And state by state. I think Montana, I mean, you're the home of Yellowstone, which has got a bunch of corruption. But, I mean, there, there, there's some families there that literally will mount up. Yeah. So I Highest wanna, gun ownership. Uh, yeah, highest gun ownership. And and I don't think that the, the people of Montana are really going to be, you know, participating in voluntary buybacks and whatever else the regime has in store for us. But I want to shift gears now. Wait, hold on. Let's, I want to do this really quick. Okay. I want to play this Dominic piece because, remember, I told you about this Dominic piece? So I want you to tell me what you hear. And, and <laughs> go ahead and play it, please. Guys, this is a discrepancy in the thousands in a local county commissioner race. And so far, they've offered no explanation as to why this happened. What does that say about all the other races that were conducted on Just these very the same part. machines? And what does this do to the narrative that, yes, there's vulnerabilities on the machines, but this has never been exploited in an election? If you add, tells us that the precinct managers transferred the wrong files onto the thumb drives, which didn't include the actual results. Yeah, so um, yesterday we had, we found out we had some precinct. Had this some, is Dominic. Um, compact flashcard. We, during ele an election night, we, load, we extract um, result files, images, and log files from the CF cards, from compact flashcards. We finalized some 
precinct have discrepancies. Some CFR were not pulling some precinct were not pulling the result files. Some were pulling the images and the log files. While some we have some images and log files, not the result file. The result file is where we you know do use to do the tabulation. We report the result. The images are just the ballots images, and the log file that gives us the activity that happens at, uh, on the scanner at the precinct level. So we have those discrepancies, and it was just like you know, no, I'll say the technical issue. So this was a technical issue, not that there were flash drives found in a. That's not what happened. No. So all of the flash drives, right, were accounted for for all precincts. Correct. Okay. Uh, this is a situation where the lock file. So this is a situation where the log files and the results files and the files of the folks. So some are pulling some files and some are pulling other files. And, you know, the files of the files, inside the files, there's a file on the file. And so some of the files got here and some of them didn't. And it was oh, a technical you see this issue. <laughs> and we know, we know from Mesa County that log files aren't important, right? This is unbelievable. Safest and most secure election in history. It gets not, worse. It gets worse. It's it, it's not it's not even funny. It's so bad. It's not funny. It's it's no. disgusting. Yeah. I mean, these people think we're stupid, yeah. and we are. Well, and because we haven't stood up enough. Go ahead. Sorry. In Missoula County, we anticipated there were going to be problems because there've been problems for thirty years that I've been looking at it. So we at, told the the county that we wanted to count the signature envelopes. Before the, we told them that before the 2020 election, we counted them afterwards and found that there were 4,592 votes that had been counted that didn't have a corresponding signature envelope in an all mail-in election in that county. And 28 um, So wait, there's envelopes, envelopes missing? <coughs> That's what you're saying? Uh, there, were, there are votes counted with no envelopes. So right. there's... You see this guy? Uh, you yeah. see this guy? So in, the, in the official record of, of documents and... Mm -hmm. and, and exactly. And, assets that need to be retained we have missing envelopes. and include included in that were 28 ballots ballots from a nursing home that appeared to have the same signature so we presented all that information to the secretary of state on april 6 2021 christy jacobson have, yes right the one that mm. got the most votes in the state she's on jim's radar now <laughs> oh yes i'm gonna destroy they, they, i'm out for a mission he wrote her name down uh-oh <laughs> So we haven't heard back from her except the following week she sent out an undated letter dear montana montana sets the standard in the country oh uh, yeah gold standard mm -hmm. it's the model for the country so that's the yeah. last we've heard from her on that and uh then the the uh, republican central committee in missoula decided they were going to disprove our count and the republicans counted supposedly the same envelopes except some of them had different colored stripes on them and they counted 33 boxes where our count was 31 boxes oh now that so now the republican party in missoula is saying see we sh we told you there's no election fraud in missoula um citizens thinks citizens think differently so, Jane, you wrote an article, and, and I'm just going to shift gears because we are getting a little bit low on time, and I want to make sure we hit this CTCL. I want to just read uh, a little bit of your article here, um, and, uh, and Joe, you're going to like this. Do we have the article that we can put up? Um, it's, it's kind of in a rough draft stage. 
Yeah. Is it is it all right with you if I read part of it? Oh, yeah, you bet. Okay. Uh -huh. It's curious that there has been little to no interest on the part of the Secretary of State, the State Election Director, County Commissioners, Election Administrators, or most of the legislature throughout the state to investigate or even discuss the appropriateness or legality of accepting the Center for Tech and Civic Life funds. One Lake County citizen reported that his scheduled meeting with the commissioners to discuss the CTCL funds was canceled by the commissioners, saying they had too much to do and didn't want to waste time on the subject. Citizens would like to know how the election administrator in Lewis and Clark County learned about the CTCL funds and was able to advise the employee in Glacier County to apply for the fund. Ready for this part? Listen to this. In July 2020, the Montana Association of Clerk and Recorders and the election administrators and the Montana Association of Counties asked the governor Bullock to give the counties the option to conduct mail-in elections in November. Were citizens aware of the request by these two groups? So we talk a lot about playbooks and how they're running a playbook. And they are running I, a playbook. When I read Montana Clerk and Recorders was pushing for all of these, all of these, uh, mm -hmm. you know, relaxation of election laws and, and processes and procedures. This is a playbook that they are running in every state in the union. Jane, tell us tell us more about this. Well, and and those two organizations are lobbying organizations. We can't get the minutes from the county association past 2019, but we suspect they're talking about um, the uh, the elections. So you've got these outside organizations that are funded by the voting machine companies, the National Association of Secretaries of State and State Election Directors, are belong to the are funded by ESNS and Dominion and and Facebook. And just so um, people know, the National Association of Secretaries of State is where we found the big banner with Matt Crane. Matt Crane is the head of our uh, Colorado County Clerk and Recorders Association. He's the poster boy for global mobile voting. And we, when when we had people at NAS, uh, they saw him, you know, his face on the poster for global voting. Wayne Williams, one of our uh, elected officials here, who's overseeing Mesa County elections in Tina Peters' absence. Uh, Senior advisor for Runback, so it's the you're absolutely right. They are invested in technologies. They're funded by technologies, and they're bringing about an agenda. And it's not the agenda of the people. No, not at all. Um, so we looked at this money that was coming in from Zuckerberg, and I thought Missoula was the only county. And then I was surprised to find out 30 of the 56 counties were awarded the money. Two of them turned it down. One said, we turned it down because we didn't know who CTCL was. Um, the second was they wanted access to our bank account to deposit the money. And the third was they told us on the phone that we didn't have to spend it on what we said we were going to, if we had other things to spend it on. You know, this is bordering on bribery. Mm. Okay, and, so, so, so I want to put this up if I can. Maybe you can explain this to me. Mr. Producer, if we could put up uh, number eight. Cut eight. This this cut, and maybe you can explain this to me. This is CTCL funds by Trump and Biden states. What am I looking at, Jane? What am I looking? So this at? is the per capita um, award by CTCL to these states. So Montana is at the top of the states that voted for Trump that got the the money, and it's two dollars and twenty six cents per capita. That puts us forty three percent more 
per capita than Kentucky, the second state. The first state in the and the blue, the states that voted for Biden is Georgia, where there's rampant invested, uh, investigation of rampant fraud. Mm -hmm. So it's tar Montana was targeted. You know, why Montana? It's only three electoral votes. Well, I think there's a reason for that. Um, it turns out that the money was, was given to 28 counties, but that's about 80% of the population of Montana that got this money. And there's a state law that says that counties pay for the elections. It's not, you don't take money from the outside. So it's illegal. And yet we have people in the administration that are saying, oh yeah, it's legal. So, so the, the, if we can put up nine too, Mr. Producer, this is, this is also the rankings. This is bringing it down to it. So this shows that Montana got $2.26, more than any other state. Red state, more red than state. any other red, In a red state. state. Yeah, and by the way, Georgia was four dollars and twenty cents. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the mo almost two dollars more than the next state, which was Maine. Um, pretty, pretty astounding. Four dollars and twenty cents per capita funding from CTCL into the Georgia election. But as the ladies have said, Montana at two dollars and twenty six cents is the highest of red states for CTCL funds. And I think you're right, Jane. I think they're trying to flip it. Yep. And then in number, slide 11, it shows that Blaine County, Montana, with 7,000 people, Go to 11, got two, uh, $256,000. Or maybe not all 7,000 people got that. Mm. But that puts it at $36.40 per capita, which I think at one time was number one in the country. But now I think Macon County, Georgia might have pushed it into second place. <laughs> hold, hold on a second. So Blaine County has 7,000 people, and they got $36.40 mm -hmm. per person. Right. Per voter. Per voter. Right. And so no, the $2. Per, no, per, no, per, no, per, no, per, no, no, per person. Per person. Per, like per kids, per kids person. too? We're, we're, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just figured out the total, you know, the population of the county and divided it into the amount of funds. The second one, Glacier County, applied for that CTCL fund and applied for $17,000. The next day, they got an email saying, oh, you're getting $263,000. That's 16 times what they applied for. And the county commissioners approved it the following week. Wow. This money is illegal. It's illegal to take it. And nobody in the, in the administration, the county clerks, the county commissioners want to talk about it. But we are. So, so I'm going to really quickly um, do two things. One, I'm going to tell everyone that's uh, watching us on Frank's Beach, to fin we're going to finish this uh, segment over on Rumble. So make your way over to Rumble if you're on Frank's Beach right now or to one of the others. You can go to conservativedaily.com. You can go to uh, DLive as well um, or Cloud Hub, um, obviously. Um, or you can – we still have it up on Frank's Beach. Never mind. Just go there. And you can also <laughs> find us in the audio version, obviously, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. But – I want to really quickly read one of our sponsors in our last sponsor, which is Axos Bank. Um, you know that, so I'm excited about to have found a bank, Axos Bank, that's open. It opened on Independence Day 2000. Um, they're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate, and that's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus if you open by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in the freedom to do business without compromising our values. 
Um, go to axosbank.com slash daily, daily for details, for full details. That's axosbank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus, you only need a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Access Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. Accessbank.com slash daily. Go check them out if you get a chance. Okay. So, Jane, can I ask, when, when we look at the, the per, this was number 11, if you could pull it back up, please, Mr. Producer. When we look at the, um, the county funding here, we, you know, it was $2.26, I think you said, for the per capita for the entire state. But when we look from a county standpoint where that money went, we can see that Blaine County got $36.40 per capita. Did we see any impacts to the 2020 election for the areas that got high funding? Well, there was an interesting impact in Blaine County, and apparently the election clerk had so many inquiries from citizens that she uh, resigned and is now working for CTCL. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, what? And Mr. Producer, you can pull that down now. Can you, okay, you, you got to tell us that again. Guys, I don't even know how, I, I don't I even know. You, Montana, and who somebody, knew? Somebody just said the gap is getting so big. The gap is getting huge. It's getting big. Tyrants over here, right? The people, the victims over here. We got to stand in the middle, throw the machines out. They got to go. Mail-in ballots, they got to go. The people that are in office right now, they, they weren't elected. They were selected. They got to go. County clerks all the way down. The, and by the way, if the sheriffs won't do it, now they're coming for our guns. They're coming for our guns because they know that we recognize that they have put a coup on the American people. 300 million people. And we're just walking around like, eh, $6 gas. You can't get baby formula. Toilet so, paper disappears off the shelves. And now tell us this. because What happened in Blaine County? Well, since you asked. <laughs> so Blaine, the, uh, the election clerk in Blaine County apparently had so many inquiries from citizens, she resigned um, and, I, uh, and is now working for CTCL. So you can see her name on the CTCL That's the website. county that got $36.40 per capita in CTCL funding. The, the, she is now working for CTCL. For CTCL. And I can't. Because we, we asked can't. the Secretary of State um, who, what, how much money was going into these counties, and they said we, that the Secretary of State's office was not following it. So we citizens started around the county, or around the state, asking them to go into their county clerk's office and get the report that was due January 31st of 2021. So we have a number of those reports. We don't have Blaine County or Glacier County reports, but we have uh, report, and that's helped citizens understand that they can go in and talk to clerks and say, why did you take this money? It's illegal. And what did you do with it? And in one county, they said they had a, they bought a truck or a van that went around and um, picked up ballots from hospitals. And I said, how do you know they went to the hospital? You know, this is unbelievable. It's, it's right. unbelievable. And then when yeah. and the citizens the are being scared off by the commissioner of um, the office political of political practice. practices, says that any citizens um, questioning the elections at all are harming and putting at risk the election clerks. And there it is. And they've called the sheriff, the sheriff's posse, and local PD to man the polls because of the risks by Montana citizens asking questions about their elections. Not allowed to ask Thanks. questions about your elections. You're not allowed to ask questions about your elections. They have to tell you what to do. Take 52 cents on the dollar. Shut down gas stations, gas pumps, 
open the borders, let anybody in, pay them $3,800 while the average retired person gets less than $1,500 a month who worked their entire lives. 50 years they worked in order to get a retirement. They get $1,500 a month. These guys get $3,800. Oh, veterans, let's talk about the 60000 that are on the streets today. They don't care about us, and they're enslaving the people. That's really what this tells us. They're enslaving Exactly. Can we look at the last three slides, 12, 13, and 14? Absolutely. Okay. And if you guys don't have a hard stop, we're going to go through these because I want to, yeah. Um, so number Just 12. Just with, with what's up on the screen right now, ES, this ESNS voted sticker, I have a, a whole envelope of these. We have Dominion and, and Clear Ballot in this state. We don't have ESNS, but another state sent me a, a whole bunch of these, and I will uh, get them out to ESNS states. But this is... Uh, you know, we, we talk We're a lot distressed. about we talk a lot about Dominion, right? There's the Dominion is the the face of election machines, but all of the voting technology, all of the electronic voting machines are compromised. All of them, whether it's Heart, InterCivic, ESNS, Dominion, Clear Ballot, it does not matter. Uh, we're we're talking about a, a fraud based system that is wholly corrupted. All right, go ahead, That's Mr. Right. Producer Number Twelve. Ash, I think I might have sent you that stack. Um, okay, so That's number twelve. Oh, in the drive, I have a different one for twelve. No, twelve. It's twelve. The, I have yeah. So which which one's twelve is going to be the Montana twenty twenty vote with? Yeah, that's the one. Right. Yeah, let's put that uh -huh. up, Mr. Producer. Put up twelve if we would. Yeah, there we go. That's that's the one that you got. Okay, today, not yesterday. Come on, come on, guys, <laughs> get on it. Let's go. Come on. There we go. There we go. So you, all right. So you can see, and this is just Republican Democrat. There were some third party. Uh, votes in some elections, but they were small. So just to make it easier to see. So you can see the Republican Secretary of State got the most votes with the 352,000. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Now, now <laughs> but you see how close the marijuana vote was. It's only 2,500 mm. um, different from the uh, Trump. So Trump got the third most, uh, the number of votes in the uh, in between the Republican and Democrats. But the interesting, and then, oh, on the gun issue, um, well, that's, I'm gonna, we'll talk about that next. But look at the the Democrat votes, the most went to this, um, the Senate race. That was the previous governor, uh, Bullock, ran for the Senate against Danes. Well, in Lewis and Clark County, the, the home of the Secretary of State, she got more votes than the former governor got in his race for Senate. So you, you can see that these numbers, it doesn't make any sense at all. No. And look, the S SPI is Superintendent of Public Instruction. That office got more votes than Biden, who, the blue votes, 244,786. Wow. So it doesn't make any sense. None of these numbers make any sense. Well, and the gun, the gun one especially doesn't the, make- The gun one yeah, makes no sense. Makes the gun no one sense. makes no so, sense. Yeah. So go to, the, go to slide 13. So these are the, the people, the votes that were lost. So you can see um, the most people, most people, uh, Democrats voted for the governor's race. But this gun issue, they voted no. And that, that particular, you know, the way these things are phrased, there was a, uh, Missoula County was trying to get a local authority to have a more stringent gun law than the state. So no meant, yeah, uh, that they would um, permit local counties to have more restringent guns, uh, gun laws. So that, that gun law got more votes 
than any Democrats voted more to allow local counties up to have more restrictive or uh, yeah more restrictive gun laws than than they cared about any other race in the state. Mm-hmm. That's that's impossible. That's impossible. Exactly. This is the purpose of the election, was to get marijuana passed and to try to get the, the local control to the county for guns instead of the state. It's and it only guns. takes a handful of counties to change it. Um, and I think there were, I don't know, four or five counties that made up most of that, that vote. Mm. That so eleven. So if you go to the one before, you can see that the uh, there's a thousand difference between the people supporting the state uh, gun laws versus those supporting the county gun laws, and then that yeah, big gap between the marijuana. It, it's impossible. It's impossible. And who's ever heard of this superintendent of public instruction? Why would they? Why would he get more votes than Biden? He, he wouldn't because okay. the system itself is corrupted. How many people are there in, in Montana that can vote? Uh, we have about 700,000 registered voters. Wait a minute. 752,000. You have 752,000. So about 87% of the registered voters voted. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. Because we really care. Right, we yeah. really we're going to come out of the mountains and get down there and vote, or walk well, the ho- take the horse to the post office and get that in the mail. Well, and I think no you know if we pull up fourteen, Mister Producer, Montana's been pretty consistent about voter turnout until twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. talk us through this one. Okay, so you can see in in uh, two thousand four. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, you can't make this stuff up. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. So 2004, Republicans are, you know, both wins. 2008, we got a popular Democrat candidate. People didn't care about McCain that much. But from 2000 on, the Republican votes go up and the Democrat votes go down. Except in 2020, when all of a sudden that trend line from 2008, the blue line from 2008 to 2016, goes up. And Biden gets more votes than Obama or Clinton? No way. And if you extended that um, blue line down following the same trajectory, you'd see that the gap between the Republican and Democrat is much wider. But because of the machine results, it's showing, oh, it's not that, you know, it's it's narrowing. So 2024, what did it take to flip it? Mm. Yeah, we're going to try and flip it blue in 2024. I I think you're spot on. And that seems, that seems to be the goal. Exactly. I think maybe 28% more people showed up to vote in 2020 than 2016, or the even the average of those four. It's just, there's no way. There's, yeah. People aren't. Yeah, and particularly when you had no excitement, you had no public sentiment for Biden, right? And no. and we're seeing that the, the number of... <laughs> just ridiculous there's no way there's no there's absolutely no way um but uh you know i i want to thank 
both of you ladies for coming on this morning. You know, we've we've talked a lot about the swing states, right? And how, you know, they're the people that rushed and changed all their laws in the run up to the election. Uh, you know, we, we talk about how they the, those 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 unconstitutional law changes got them caught. But all of those laws are consistent with Colorado law. And it appears to me from what you've presented to us today that they're trying to make Montana the next Colorado. So um, I want to thank you both for, for being here and for all the work that you do tirelessly. And well, thank I want to point this out so that you guys know this, so we can say it today, because I am not going to be here tomorrow for this, but it is Ash's birthday tomorrow. Oh. Oh, happy birthday. Oh. Ash's birthday tomorrow. We'll, she turns we'll send you some 25 more stickers. Again. 25. Yeah. 25. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, I want to be thank you for... I want to thank you both for having us on because presenting this data county by county is what makes people angry. Then they see it right in their own county. And since the media in Montana is not covering it, we really appreciate you having us on. I, I want you to do something for me. Jane, you've read it, The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate. Carrie's it? just ordered it. Okay. And Carrie's I haven't read it yet. Okay, so okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge both of you to read it. I'm going to challenge both of you to speak about it. I have never seen a book more powerful than that book. And I've talked about the gap for how long? How long? A year and a half I've talked about the gap. Get in the gap. Get in the gap. And people would ask, what is the gap? What's the gap, Joe? And I'm like, don't worry. Get in the gap shoulder to shoulder. What they do to one of us, they do to all of us. And my friend sent me this book. And I was reading the book, and I was like, Wow. It talks specifically about the gap. And before I let you go, I want to I read this to you. Because I think that, Mr. Producer, I'll just read it. You don't have to pull it up. But this particular part is, is really important. <clears throat> so the, th this has to do with the gap, what the gap is. So I want people to understand what the gap is. Because I think that we have to start talking about this. And by the way, I just got confirmed that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in Montana um, with Seth Keschel, I think. I think he's coming to Montana, so I'm going to come up and hang out with him there. Well, well good. Um, we'll track you down and, and have another chat. All right. But this says, it's, it's really, it, it's, it, as America and all the West crumbles because of it has spurned the law. By the way, it's written in 2013. It's important for you to understand. It's written seven years in the, people were seeing this and waking up. We're just waking up. I'm just waking up a couple years ago, right? Has spurned the law of the law of God as the rule of law. It will be presented with an opportunity when godly lesser magistrates will need to stand in the gap. They will need to interpose for the sake of the rule of law, for the sake of the people they represent, and defy bad laws. And what this means? Let me see if I can find this part. Sorry, I'm gonna. Yeah, here we go. Present-day magistrates need to know of the lesser magistrate doctrine so their conscience prods them more vigorously to their duty and responsibility in the sight of God. They will then be prepared to act in defense of the people they represent. The people also need to understand the lesser magistrate doctrine so when the lesser magistrate stands, they will rally around them and will not let them hang there left blowing in the wind. Then when the lesser magistrate act, and this is what you're dealing with right now, there will be those that will accuse them of anarchy and chaos because Americans have heard the mantra that their entire lives that we are a nation of law and we must respect the rule of law. Many tend to believe the accusation, but what if unjust or tyrannical law has been made? Are we to respect it just because the state declares it to be the law of the land? 
Are we to passively stand by and conform? Western history exclaims a resounding no. From, from Thomas Aquinas, who declared that an unjust law is no law at all to the Nuremberg trials where unquestioned obedience to man's law was soundly condemned. So the, the, the reason why I, I put that up is because when we, when we talk about this and when you read this book, by the way, that's in, the, that's in literally chapter one. It's chapter one of the book. I mean, it starts out on fire. <laughs> but it gets into the fact that there are many of us that are standing up. Many. There's many of us that are standing up. Now, how do we turn that into working the problem and solving the problem? And it's going to take great sacrifice. And it's going to take people putting in the elbow grease. It's like, I, I, I equate it to building my company. When I built my company over 10 years, it took patience and it took elbow. It took hard work. It took 18, 18 hour days every day in order to make that company successful. Same thing would go here. If we want this, if we want our country back, it's going to take, it's going to take an a interposition of us standing in between the tyrants and those that say that they, they own us, that, they are, that we're their slaves, we're their servants, and the people that they want to make the victims. So we may become the victims, but as you read this, I, I, would, just, I would challenge you to become the arbiter of reality, telling people what it is, but also the ambassador of truth, talking to people about why it is we live in this chaotic world. So I leave you with that and say God bless both of you for all the hard work that you do. Well, and just before we let you, before we let you both go, we end each show with a prayer. And um, as I was looking yesterday, you know, I kind of try to pull a verse in that goes with the show, but I, I found this prayer. Uh, it's written by anom anonymous, uh, an anonymous uh, writer, and it's a prayer for our nation's election. So since it is uh, primary day in Montana and you guys are, are going to the polls, um, I'd like to pray this over, over you guys, if that's something you're all right with. Sure. Okay. Oh God, we acknowledge you today as Lord, not only of individuals, but of nations and governments. We thank you for the privilege of being able to organize ourselves politically and of knowing that political loyalty does not have to mean disloyalty to you. We thank you for your law, which our founding fathers acknowledged and recognized as higher than any human law. We thank you for the opportunity that this election year puts before us to exercise our solemn duty not only to vote, but to in influence countless others to vote and vote correctly. Lord, we pray that your people may be awakened. Let them realize that while politics is not their salvation, their response to you requires that they be politically active. It is election day. Vote. Awaken your people to know that they are not called to be a sect fleeing the world, but rather a community of faith renewing the world. Awaken them that the same hands lifted up to you in prayer are the hands that pull the level lever in the voting booth, that the same eyes that read your word are the eyes that read the names on the ballot, and that they do not cease to be Christians when they enter the voting booth. Awaken your people to a commitment to justice, to the sanctity of marriage and the family, to the dignity of each individual human life, and to the truth that human rights begin when, begin when human lives begin, and not one moment later. Lord, we rejoice today that we are citizens of your kingdom. May that make us all the more committed to being faithful citizens on earth. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you both so much for being here today. Good luck in the primaries today, and we'll be talking to you again soon. God bless you. All right. Thanks so Thank much. You. So, so I want to uh, talk about what's going to happen tonight, what we're going to talk about tonight. It's going to be Seriously, really though, Montana. Monta Who knew? Every state. Right? Every single we've, state. We've, we've talked about them stealing every state. We said that they're doing it in every state. This, this is a 
concerted effort to steal the values of the American people. And they have to do every state. And, and by the way, they're doing it in Florida and DeSantis right under his nose. Mm-hmm. Right under his nose. And, and the people don't feel this way. So tonight we're going to talk about some things that I think you're going to find really interesting. Number one, if you guys have seen what's happened with Target, the stock is plummeting. You want to know why? Because people aren't buying goods. You want to know why they're not buying goods? Because they're going broke with $7 gas. Yeah. I told you guys before, you're walking on the beach. You're walking on the beach with a terrorist behind you, with your hands tied behind your back, only right now you don't have your hands tied behind your back. And they were having you kneel on the, on the sand, and they are telling you how bad you are as an American. They're doing that to you right now. And you're just wanting one more breath, one more paycheck, one more, one more, one more. I want to give a shout out to the young man who was on Rumble, who just turned 20 years old, started listening to us when he was 19. He says, I think that I'm the youngest one that is listening to you, Joe. I don't know if you are, but I do want to say this. I do want to say, and he has a birthday in June too, which means he's Gemini. Hopefully a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Is that Gucci Matt you're talking about? It's Gucci Matt. Gucci Matt said it's not June. It's June, not Pride Month. That's right. It's Ash and Apollo's birthday month. That's right. It's Wrath Month. <laughs> it is not Pride I Month. That was next month after All they right, get sorry, through sorry. Pride Month. But, but, I'm, but I want to point something out. Here is a young man that could be doing a lot of different things, and he's awake. He's 20 years old, and he's awake. And I'm going to tell you that we have to activate ourselves. We have to activate ourselves and say $7 gas, $6. That's not acceptable. When you have a Keystone pipeline, you could activate and lower prices to $2.50 a gallon. I'm not even asking to get back to $1.89 what it was when when basement Biden and the illegitimate regime occupied the White House. I'm not even asking for that. I'm asking you to do things that actually protect the American people. And the most vulnerable people among us are literally suffering. They are stealing elections across this country. Every single election in this country is not legitimate at every level, from the county commissioner all the way up to Secretary of State to the President of the United States. It's not legitimate because mail-in ballots are fraudulent. And CTCL needs to be thrown out. And the cash that they bring in, the people that take that cash, should be taken out. Out of office. Gone. And And the sheriffs and the police, you have an obligation to protect us from foreign and domestic terrorists, and that's what they are. They are walking you out on the beach, they're sitting you down on the beach, and they are threatening to cut your head off. You have to make a decision on what you're willing to do. So you share the, share the broadcast. Share it. Share it with everyone. Can I tell you what the gas station just up the road just said? 469. Oh, no, not even that. They're out of gas. Right there? They're out of gas. They have E5, E85, and they have diesel. And they, uh, they said, yeah, this is normal. They've told us to ration it. This is going to be for a while. They're not going to have gas. This is what they're doing to the American people. And it's fabricated. This is fabricated. This is not because we don't have fuel. This is not because we don't. We we were energy independent. We were energy independent until Biden signed his name. And now we're and now we have five dollar, six dollar gas. Who wants to get in the gap? Who wants to get in the gap? Who wants to stand between the tyrants and the people that are trying to make victims? And if you're in the poor part of Denver or Chicago, or you should be in the gap. If you're part of a gang, you should be in the gap. If you're 
a Democrat, you should be in the gap. If you're a Republican, you should be in the gap. If you're an independent, you should be in the gap. If you're a libertarian, you should be in the gap. Everyone should be in the gap. Because we're all Americans, and we have to save the republic. We have to save our country. Because the people who are running things right now are committed to the destruction of America. This is the Great Reset. They are resetting us. We're in the middle of it. Are we going to allow it to happen? Or are we going to stand up? They are stealing your rights. They are stealing your country. They are stealing your soul. They are stealing the soul of this nation. And they are doing so unapologetically. And so I'm going to ask you again. Are you going to stand in the gap? Are you going to be an ambassador of truth? Are you going to wait until it's too late? You have to make that decision. They are trying to hurt you. The national gas supply is only 15% lower than it was at the worst period during the Obama period. Only 15% lower and gas stations can't get gas. You want to know why? Because the Union Pacific Railroad is owned by a guy named Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett literally said, ration it. And by the way, the Flying J and the truckers coming across, they don't have death fluid in order to fill their trucks so they can bring you supplies. And they told you you, can't, you cannot collect rainwater. They told you that you cannot create your own electricity. They told you out loud that you belong to them, that you were their subjects, and you just let it happen. And so did I. And now they're saying you'll own nothing and be happy. So when, when do we stand in the gap? When, when is enough enough? When are you standing up and getting in the gap? Because that's what it's going to take. We, we are at that place. So tonight, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it, and we're going to start doing the things that are necessary in order to protect our nation. And we're not, they're not taking our guns. They're not doing it. They want anarchy. They want complete chaos. And you have to make a decision that we replace these people because they were selected, not elected. They are not the brightest. They are not the smartest. They are the most conniving, evil people on both sides of the aisle. And if, by the way, if you're in a position to trust an authority and you're not one of those guys, I suggest you grab something called courage and you insert it in your body. It doesn't mean you don't have fear of repercussions. It means that you're willing to sacrifice for the people you represent. That is what is called being an American. So decide that you want to do that. You start by sharing. You start by doing the things that are necessary. And by the way, this isn't a call to violence. But if you don't think violence is right around the corner, I can't help you. These people want to destroy everything that you represent. Are you going to let that happen? See, the things that become necessities in life, they're trying to steal from you. Education. Healthcare. Confidence you can go to the hospital and get taken care of and not injected with something that can kill you. They hate you. And I would ask you simply, I would ask you simply, are you going to let them take everything that you represent? Are you going to let them take your country? Are you going to let them take your soul? Are you going to let them take the soul of a nation and the sacrifice that came for hundreds of years before you? Make the decision. They already said that they want to reduce the population. And that's what they plan on doing. Come hell or high water. They're doing it. So now I'm going to ask you again. What are you willing to do to stand up to this tyranny? Are you willing to get in the gap? The conversations that I'm having with nonprofits in churches, 
It's really simple. Grow some or get out of the way and get on the side of the communists. But you better make a decision. You better make a decision. You better make a decision right now on where we're going as a nation. Because they're saying the quiet part out loud. We're going into an election. They want to do everything. See, they, they, they stop you from having gas. So they say, you got to have mail-in ballots. So you can't get to the poll places. They're eliminating the poll places. They're telling you out loud that they're stealing your voice. And this is not, this is not, oh, it's, it's simple. Door to door, pub to pub. We start gathering together. We have an emergency meeting, FEC meeting on Thursday in Castle Rock. Be there. If you're in Colorado, be there. If you're not, we're going to be broadcasting it. And it's really simple. How do we work the problem? How do we stop them from stealing everything that we represent as a nation? Pretty simple to me. And by the way, these people at the very top, they feel nothing. People that are in government, they feel nothing. Oh, I think they feel fear right now because they're terrified of us. That's why their, their attacks on us are getting... Uh, harder, right? I mean, we talked to the ladies in Montana. They're tr- they're being intimidated by the people yeah. in office because they're afraid. Their right. their goal is to make a stop. We can't we can't let them make a stop. It's up to you. You have to make the decision. W- whatever decision you make, it's great. If you're the victim over here that I'm protecting because I'm in the gap, God bless you. I'm willing to do that. If you're in the gap, shoulder to shoulder. What they do to you, they do to me. Go back and watch the interview we had with Jake. The truth about January 6th. Talk about it. Be about it. Become an advocate. Become an ambassador for truth. And you know, no matter what they do to you, you tell people to wake up. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. You keep saying it. I keep talking about it. These people are designed to destroy who you are. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you do not take a stand then you were that person they walked out on the beach and they're cutting your head off. And if you want that, then just lay down now. And, and tell your kids, oops, sorry. Tell your grandkids, oops. Say, well, or do something. Your choice. So a couple things you can do. Go to conservative-daily.com, become a member. Let's send things to Congress. You have the ability to send a, a blank slate letter to Congress saying, you guys are disgusting. You don't represent the American people. You have enslaved us. Mail-in ballots have to go. That is what the facts blast is going to be on today, is mail-in ballots have to go. The machines have to go. The American people have no confidence in the system that you've put in place to steal who we are as people, to take away our voice. Go to conservative-daily.com. Become a member. Go to FEC United. Start a chapter. Start a charter. In every state, get on global, excuse me, commission.global and connect on FEC United on commission.global. And it's, a, it's an app. You can get it on both the Apple and the Android. It's time. And if you're a part of an organization, reach out to me. Joe at FECUnited.com. Reach out to me. If you're a part of an organization and you've got a ton of people, man, I will gladly start creating that web with you as well. What they do to one of us, they do to all of us. It's time we set aside our petty differences And we start talking about truth. And by the way, truth is not just talking, it's doing. Faith without works is dead. Do not be the one that is dead. Don't. But make a choice. you got a 20-year-old here that's making better choices than, than many of us are. 
a 20-year-old listening for over a year that is literally willing to do things that, frankly, we should be doing. We should never have let it get to this place. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on the video version. Uh, we can go live or you can rewatch us on conservative-daily.com, Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, and Frank Speech. Uh, we go live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, smash the Rumble button on your way out, if you would, please. And uh, we're now on Brighteon, so you can just go there and watch some of the, the deals as well. We haven't we advertised a little bit of it, but even before we did that, we were starting to get a couple thousand views a day on that on the show there. So uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible, all places you can listen to the audio version. And then when you go there, give us a five-star review and share it with someone that needs to hear it. I'm going to always talk about sharing. Share, share, share. Share if you care. If you don't care, don't share. It's really simple. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 to get a reminder when we go live and subscribe to our newsletter in the link in the description. So that's it. That's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Joe Oltman. And I'm Ash Epp. God bless everyone. God bless you all.